Hi listeners. If this episode sounds a little janky, that's because it is. We experienced a lot of technical difficulties while recording. Sorry. And don't worry about my voice. We haven't been replaced by robots. Not yet, anyway. Ha. 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 Jinkies, oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book, it's a tome made out of skin. Ew, what's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for queer horror. And together they are... Oh my god, don't read it out loud! Don't read it out I'm glad we're doing this. Like, what a bad day, politically. (laughs) Stacy, gonna cheer me up. Why you gotta go and make everything political, huh? Why? Why can't we just? (laughs) Why can't we just have one day where we don't wallow in the death of democracy and freedom as we know it? (laughs) I would love that. I love also, that. It's you're been like, like two years now. So you're like also so much closer to Susan Collins, so I don't know how you're keeping your cool. Like Yeah, I sent her a very angry message today. Was it sternly know. worded? It was. I called her a pig. <gasps> Good for I you. Did. I'm so done. I'm surprised uh, like, you didn't call her a sow. Yeah, I sh- well, I should have. I <laughs> need to respect her gender. This but is true. <laughs> her gender is revoked. Everything about her is revoked. She's yeah. done. Yeah, I I am I'm shook. I am stunned. Um it's it's disgusting, but at the same time I'm like, why am I surprised? <laughs> yeah, it's How not surprising. Which is awful because we shouldn't we shouldn't be um incapable of of hope <laughs> but i know but they're I really am, good though. at that they're really good at making us do that <laughs> yeah oh well so chucky <laughs> best best intro ever <laughs> well life is pain so killer doll movie <laughs> yeah it's actually a nice bomb a salve, if you will. An unguent for my jangled nerves. Enjoy this poultice upon your time of political <laughs> apathy and pain. Spread it on yourself. Wow. <laughs> okay, wow. Okay. You know everything? Uh, I, 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 I gotta felt... go. <laughs> CVS is weird. <laughs> hey, what CVS is this? Come back. We have a rewards program. <laughs> CVS? This town has never had a CVS. You've always been here. That shopping cart was always missing a wheel. It's like the end of The Shining, the picture. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the CVS rewards program commercial. Is that me? Oh my god. <laughs> Right next to the White the Whitechapel Burgers, they're 399. 
Is it called Whitechapel? No, that's where Jack White the Ripper. Castle. Yeah, Whitechapel <laughs> is where Jack the Ripper killed all those poor sex workers. Well, I got that I wrong. I wish it was Whitechapel Burgers. That's like that's our Cheddar Goblin. It's Whitechapel yeah. Burgers. Whitechapel Burgers. You want cheese on that, Governor? <laughs> Mary Kelly endorses them. She does. <laughs> is it liver? Is it pate? No one knows. St. Swithin's Day special. A chimney sweep along with your slider. Oi, Gavla, come on down for a spot of Whitechapel. <laughs> they could be our sponsor. Use key code Deborah Hill for twenty percent off Whitechapel burgers. <laughs> oh God. It'd See, be fitting. I already feel like I have forgotten the the apocalyptic we- reality we live in. Yeah, our Whitechapel Burgers is a much better reality, honestly. Uh, that's the only even, place I want to be. Even if the burgers are made with questionable meat. <laughs> and depends yeah. on the death of several women to exist. <laughs> exactly. Still somewhat better. You know, you mm. can't make an omelet without murdering some Victorian um, women. Well, it's shit. It's true. The world is trash. I That's apologize. That's what my mom always said. <laughs> that was in her in her cross stitch. Yeah. yeah, it was hung over our sofa, <laughs> right above the Afghan. <laughs> ah, all right. Chucky. Child's play. Shields play, of which there are seven films. <laughs> seven films. You know, before prepping for this show, I had only ever seen the first one. <gasps> really? I watched two through seven just for this show. Everyone appreciates my efforts. A for effort, even though we, we're yet Thank to you. hear we're yet to hear your thoughts on these films. You know, I fell into the series with Bride of Chucky to begin with when I was yay a, a wee young clown. And huh. and um and then I did, it wasn't until much later that I saw the first Child's Play. Although I think I had maybe seen Child's Play too. I don't know. I'm all over the map with this series. But all I can say is, this is my favorite slasher series. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's, but I can kind of see why. It's so gay. And it that definitely develops so more. <laughs> as it, I had no idea. That's the thing. I saw the first one and I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. But then I thought, well, all right, I've seen that. I don't particularly enjoy a wisecracker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a wisecracking killer. Like once Freddy starts flapping his gums, I'm like, eh, all right. You I know, was going to say. Not, it's not for me. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you feel about Freddy? Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> but after three... I'm not a fan. You're just over it. Oh, I'm see, it. I like four, but yeah, it definitely becomes too much after. It's too much. Like it... once he starts turning people into meatballs <laughs> and he turns into a video game, like I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Once our, once our horror mascot killers become the Burger King kids club, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's time to hang up the glove. <laughs> Hang up the glove, Freddy. But you yeah, know, so Child's Play, I thought I had seen, and then, you know, as it developed over the years, and I would see the covers for things, and I'd be like, wow, now he's, there's another doll. Like, 
it just became too much. <laughs> and another so, doll, and another doll, and another doll. Now and there's so a whole I, army of dolls. I just, yeah, I just said, it's, "All right, well, I saw the first one. That's all I need to see." And now that I've seen the rest, I'm gonna have to tell people that I saw the first one and then I fell into a coma. <laughs> And I woke up and then watched the rest because that the excuse of it's not for me doesn't fly anymore because it should have been for me. Because it turned out it was for you, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> it was for me all along. Here's yeah. a, I mean, there's definitely a, 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 a disparate um, thread between one and three and then the rest of the, the films. Um, yeah, it takes a hard left yeah. with number four. I will have to say, I, I went back and I rewatched one, two, and three um, for this. Be, because I, I've seen all the of, of Chucky's so many times. Um, and I actually was really shocked to see the shared DNA to see like how it kind of led up to where it ended up going. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I, I, I just love, I think the series just gets better the farther away it gets from its source material. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it really becomes this whole soap opera mythology around a killer doll. And for some reason, because because it's about a killer's doll it it just becomes its own genre where anything is possible <laughs> i mean anything is possible i i will say i the first one i love the first two a lot oh they're so good they're so good the second one nobody told me that the love of my life emily valentine was in it I or i would have seen it back in 1990 or whatever and here's the thing the first one is arguably i mean definitely I'd say it's it's the best of right. If, yeah, if not, objectively, it's probably the best. If not all of them, it's like pretty much the best. Um, and it because it's got everything. It's got the love of your life. <laughs> it's got Beth Grant. <laughs> it's got <laughs> yeah Grace Zabriskie. Yeah. Like also, oh Garrett Graham. Also, um, oh my God, Jenia Gutter. Yeah, everybody is in this movie. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the puppetry is kind of astonishingly the good. The puppetry is good. That's also what I have to say about the third one. The third one had shockingly good puppetry for being like the least good of the series. Um, yeah. And and the second one, I'll, I'll never forget being a kid and hanging out in the grocery store, like movie rental department. I'll never forget staring at the VHS case and the cover for Child's Play 2 and seeing um, Chucky in front of that jack-in-the-box with his giant, like, shears ready to cut off the jack-in-the-box's head. Yes. It's so yep. spooky. It is spooky. Yeah. It's, and then, yeah, because Chucky was, like, a serious, like, he's, he made his little, he had some quips, but he was treated kind of seriously. Yeah, there's... Like, especially, especially in the first film, like, Catherine Hicks is amazing and just plays it really straight. Oh, she's so good. And it's just, it's so, the first one is so good. That, that scene where she's like, talk to me. I was say just going to say. something. I'm going to throw you in the fire. Yeah, talk and he's like, to you him. stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, attacked, like, I could watch Catherine Hicks wrestling with, with a doll. doll. All that. <laughs> that's all i mean that's it. it's it's must see tv is what it is yeah, and absolutely and in that first one that doll he is i mean because the design is so wonky and 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 it's such a fresh concept at that moment everything is so creepy like when you see that the wonky weird 
skinny little doll hand as it's like turning on the stove and <laughs> yeah. just oh all of that is so I creepy love it. or and then when he gets burnt and he's all oh. like crispy cajun style oh. and he's still walking around it's so scary that that might be my favorite thing about these movies is watching the sheer torture that happens to chucky in literally every <laughs> single one of them yeah, because they do everything. I mean, by the end, the, the second one, there's that like Rube Goldberg, Willy Wonka toy factory. Yeah. Which I assume all toy factories are like that. Every last you know, one. Not, there's no one in there, but everything's running anyway. And it's brightly colored and it's like a maze for the, you know, the <laughs> things to get made. And they only make one thing in the whole factory. <laughs> You know, but he ends up like melted. I mean, yeah, he just turns into a big pile of plastic flesh by the end of that one. So basically, the president of the United States. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, it. Uh, those first two are so solid. Um, yeah, it's 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 it is interesting to rewatch them and see how legitimately creepy they are. And Andy, like. I, I like if, when I was rewatching the very first one as a, like a ch- for a child actor like at first he's kind of grating on me but then over time like when he when he's like hiding from Chucky and he's like crying and he's like talking to the adults and he's like please don't leave me and he's just crying like yeah his terror and his fear and all that is just feels so real I'm like what did they do to this poor little kid on this set <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he had, you know, any kind of bad dreams or I think most kids in horror movies, you know, child actors, they seem to be all right. Because I think most directors and stuff make it very clear that it's all pretend. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope. I think. But yeah, he did such a great job. Catherine Hicks did a great job. Um, Also, I was excited to see the return of my favorite vampire, Chris Sarandon in Child's Play. Yeah, so, it's got a, It's such a solid late '80s cast. Yeah, and Chucky, yeah. Brad Dourif, he's a little, he's a little like he isn't hamming up the role yet, but he's still, he's so like aggressive and such just like a horrible misogynist serial killer dude, and he's just that that it really is yeah. unsettling, and that's why it's so funny to me that over time I would evolve to love this character so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, then Bride of Chucky, <clears throat> I had no idea oh. what to expect. Oh, were, were you ready at, at all? <laughs> I, I was not ready. I mean, I was like, okay, so there's going to be another doll, huh? You know, uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, I knew Jennifer Tilly was in it, and I, of course I love Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, because but, she's man, perfect. Because she, she's perfect <laughs> in every way. But it's so gay. <laughs> they are so gay. They're so very gay. All the way down to like you know you know exactly where you're going the second Tiffany shows up and slashes that cop's throat. Um yes. which which I love that she is allowed to be in in terms of Don Mancini's writing, who's the queer screenwriter, I love that Tiffany is allowed to be just as like brutal and just as sadistic and um twisted as Chucky. <laughs> Yes. I love that she ba- doesn't she she like slashes a cop's throat in I think every movie she's in. Yeah, yeah, she loves doing it. She she kills yeah. she, and that's the thing is like even Chucky kind of constantly um 
reacts to how much more brutal Tiffany is than Chucky. Yeah. Even even though she's also at the same time allowed to love Martha Stewart. <laughs> and I just think that's brilliant that like Oh my god, the th- the throwaway Martha Stewart joke. I think it was in Seed where they're watching it. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like Martha Stewart on television, they're like they're executing Martha Stewart this afternoon. They're executing Martha Stewart today. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw that movie. So I saw Seed of Chucky at the theater. It's actually the only one I've seen in the theater. And um I was screaming. It went to theaters. It went to theaters. That little that little tiny low budget filmed in Romania movie that could went to theaters. And wow. I had just started my first term at college and I took a friend and we went and saw it and I was scream laughing the whole way through, but especially at that Martha Stewart's being executed today line. <laughs> it was so good. I mean, Bride of Chucky, like, is really solid and really gay. Like, the friend is gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the friend they have is gay. Okay, Catherine Heigl, let's, can we talk for one second about how Catherine Heigl, like, was a mini scream queen for a little yeah, while. Yeah, was a final girl for a hot sec. She, yeah. And no one talks, I mean, nobody likes Katherine Heigl, I guess. Yeah. But it's kind of like, no one, like, it's not like she's, she's not a Jennifer Aniston who did one horror movie. What else? What, what yeah, else? She was in uh, Valentine. Oh, yeah, with David Boreanaz. Yeah. And something else. I hmm. think a Children of the Corn or something. Maybe? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, I actually... Was she in an urban... Wait, was she in an urban legend? No, she was in something else. Was she in Urban Legend, The Final Cut, or something like that? She might have been in another one. (laughs) Jason actually just rented that movie, and I was screaming at him, because I was like, no, rent the first one. I want to see Rebecca Gayhart again. (laughs) Or Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. There's there's computer spiders that come out of something. Does that even have anything to do with the Urban Legend series? I don't think so. It's just, just, it is an urban legend, just, I guess. So That's how they sold it in the pitch meeting. That's how they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how does this tie into the, uh, well, it is an urban legend. Uh, yeah. God. Yeah. So bad. Catherine Heigl, um, not terrible in Bride of Chucky either. Like, I mean, everybody hates her. I'm not sure why. I never watched Grey's Anatomy or, or any no. anything else she did. I did see that film where she was with, it was her and Patrick Wilson, and she's like the serial killer wife, and he's like the the husband that tries to keep it all together. Oh, yeah. she was good in that, but the movie was terrible. But um, yeah, I like. I mean, and and also in Bride of Chucky, John Ritter, who I just I will always love. Oh yeah, always, playing a bad he's guy. He's such a jerk. <laughs> Um, he's such a he's so good at being a jerk and of course he was so good at that. uh the like one of those first scenes when tiffany's boyfriend shows up and it's alexis arquette may she rest in peace yes and she's playing um oh god what's his name howard blaylock <laughs> or no damian <laughs> blaylock aka howard fitzwater <laughs> Yeah. Like within minutes, you know exactly where this movie's going. It's like, it's going to be beautiful. There's all this gorgeous lighting, but we also get to see the silly um, police station evidence locker where they have Michael's head and uh, the Texas chainsaw. And and then all of a sudden we're transported to a trailer park where Tiffany is hanging out with Alexis Arquette, who's a goth by day and like a stock trader. Like (laughs) the rest of the time. (laughs) 
Yeah, but there's like the the friend was gay. Like that's what Don Mancini does. I mean, I think that's what happens when you have a gay showrunner, creator. Yeah. There are incidental characters who are gay. It all gets coded in, and there's incidental characters along the way, too. I think, yeah, yeah I think that Bride of, David and Bride of Chucky was the first outwardly gay character in that film. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, he's also the first, like, out queer character in any slasher movie that I can think of. Probably. Like, is that a big claim? I'm not sure, but... Yeah, I mean, except for, like, playing a killer. Yeah. Like there's that that movie Hide and Go Shriek. I think the killer was gay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and those don't count. I'm just gonna. I'm just. Those don't count. <laughs> I'm yeah. just putting that out. Those don't count. Those aren't. You know, just a gay who's treated like a normal. <laughs> you know, like every like the real people. <laughs> Not a deviant. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also in Child's yeah. Play is like, and they they drop this over time with the series as like I think Bride of Chucky introduced the heart of Dumbala, um, pendant that lets them switch souls into whoever, but earlier in the series too there's like some queer coding with um or at least i kind of felt like it was it was presented that way with the idea that chucky can only um switch his soul into the body of the first person that finds out like his truth or like that he comes out to which is Mm. which is really weird where it's like whoever is the first person that know that that gets told that he's a real person that knows his secret as they say is who he has to switch his soul into. And it's like a weird kind of thing about coming out sort of that's in there. Um, Hmm. It's kind of a a reach, but I think, I don't know. I think Don Mancini was plotting things. And then even in the third one, there's sort of a coded queer character with the, the like sort of wimpier soldier kid. Um, Yeah. And Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's so nice to see them that he, continued that thread on and strengthened it even more so with each film where by the time you get to cult of chucky like chucky and tiffany are full-on lesbians like (laughs) yeah oh god (laughs) but we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there yeah bride of chucky is a hoot and then seed of chucky is like i don't know how seed of chucky got made it's like somebody handed Don Mancini, a big bag of money, and was like, do whatever the fuck you want, yeah, man. Well, a, a like, modestly sized bag of money, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it took to actually fund the film. But they were like, you know what? Just do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Because that movie is completely off the rails. You want to cast like, John Waters? Go for it. Do it. You want... It's. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just a comedy, basically. It's more a comedy than anything else. Oh, it's... But it is crazy it's totally that's what i was thinking that when i as i was watching the first three movies and i was kind of just remarking in my head on on what shares or what links all of these films because they're each one is so different um the only similarity between any of the movies besides the presence of chucky is that they all feature dolls killing people but other than that all bets are off about what's gonna happen in them yeah and yeah, yeah, Seed of Chucky is definitely like a full-on family drama comedy. <laughs> like it's so cool. Kramer versus Kramer, it's but with dolls so... who are serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so of it like it has so many hallmarks. It came out in 2004 and it has yeah. so many hallmarks of that time. Like it's it's really meta obviously because Jennifer Tilly plays Jennifer Tilly in, in addition it. to playing Tiffany. Uh, 
In addition to playing Tiffany, and, she's dual role. And she just happens to be Tiffany's favorite actress. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's really meta in that regard. It's got like some reality stuff in it. Like the Britney Spears, it's supposed to be Britney Spears and that one oh, scene. Oh, that Chucky kill, or yeah, he chases her off the road and she flies off the cliff and <laughs> before yeah. he says, oops, I did it again. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, I uh, that was embarrassing. But <laughs> there are some bad parts. And, yeah, I'll give it that. And then it also is part of the very small slasher uh, family that features a rapper. Yes, Redman. Which <laughs> like that was a that was a thing for a while was to cast a rapper in your slasher movie. And also like the fact that Jennifer Tilly. As Jennifer Tilly refers to him not as Redman but as Redman. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just makes so happy. It's there's a lot of little touches like that that are so good. Plus, but yeah, Redman. Redman's in they, it. They they commit one of the uh, what I think is a slasher sequel or any horror sequel sin where you introduce a kid, which I'm I, I'm never a fan of that. However. I love Glenn and or Glinda so much. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay, you guys, you have, you have Chucky the killer doll. Now you have Tiffany the killer doll's wife. And now you have their trans kid, Glenn or Glinda. <laughs> and it sounds, it talks like a hobbit. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a hobbit. And then it's just, it's so hard to describe the film to someone like plot wise. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah, and then Chucky jerks off into a cup and they use that to artificially inseminate Jennifer Tilly. With a turkey baster. With a turkey baster. And then at the end, she gives birth to twins and somehow Glenn or Glenda is in one of the, it's just like, what is happening? What is going on? (laughs) Which then brings me, when we get to the end of Seed of Chucky, when um, there's like, the the like male side of Glenda or Glenn is like in the redheaded boy body and Glenda's in the redheaded girl body, which is the evil one. And yeah. And then it brings me back to my question where it's like, how how does Chucky always mail himself places? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What 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 deal does he have worked out with stamps.com? Because how's he get because <laughs> they explain in the later sequels that tiffany is doing it which makes perfect sense but right but yeah but when tiffany is still a doll how are these packages getting mailed <laughs> yeah because he shows up at the in part three he shows up at the academy yeah right? in that in that beautifully packaged brown box yeah somebody wrapped it in shipping paper yeah and And that that was that was the question i immediately asked jason i was like how does he ship himself to all these places i don't understand i didn't really think about it i should have that's so obvious i think anytime you watch a movie about a killer doll that transfers its soul through voodoo you really need to start paying attention to the logic stacy i'm gonna tell you that right now (laughs) so that's my gripe i do need to pay more attention i want I need Neil deGrasse Tyson to sit down and watch these movies and point out the science flaws. Tweet one of 253. (laughs) 
the force required for the doll to walk down the hallway. Like, oh my, like, is there anything you can't ruin, sir? Turns out not. <laughs> Man, I could watch Chucky walk up and down hallways. Oh, forever. Like, all day. If that was just the movie. If it was walk to one end of the hallway and attack someone and they have to wrestle with a doll with and that- then walk to the other end. I've always with that loved slow a doll walk, who that, like, walks. plodding walk where it's like left foot, right foot, left foot. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I truly, I can't tell you how much I love these killer dolls. They, <laughs> this series just means so much to me. Yeah. yeah. Bride of Chucky is a great film. Um, also like beautifully shot by Ronnie Yu. So he did a lot of like, um, like, uh, big Chinese like action films. <laughs> And then went on and did Bride yeah. of Chucky. And then, <laughs> yeah, Seed yeah, of Chucky, there's definitely, like, we go into more green screen. Um, we're just told yes. it's Hollywood. <laughs> it is just... Yeah. <laughs> Who knows where it is? There's the Jennifer's Bizarre Mansion that's, like, super gothic and clearly <laughs> not anywhere in America. <laughs> <laughs> that movie and yet, is cuckoo crazy. And yet... Honestly. There's some amazing. There are some amazing little things dropped in there too, like um, the bound line that we talked about online. <laughs> oh my god! The you holy the scripture. Holy scripture? <laughs> the sacred text. <laughs> when, when Jennifer Tilly is being choked by Chucky or by Chucky, and then Tiffany is on the phone pretending to be Jennifer Tilly to her assistant. <laughs> And, and she asks, what's that sound? Oh. And Tiffany says, oh, bounce on cable. Gina Gershon is fingering me right now. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that makes the whole series worth just, it just for that line. Just, like, this is what happened. It's also kind of like, a. it's so silly, but it's also kind of pointing out like, this is what happens when you let a person have total creative control of their series and just do whatever they want. They They're going to put on they're gonna put on the screen what they want to see and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks oh and oh my god there's also like a moment where they show her her e um her e award like for most improved (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love how much she like is like academy award nominated actress and they have her e award for most improved it's just so so good. And you yeah. can really tell that she and Don Mancini are having the time of their life making this movie because there's no expectations. There's just Luce yes. and Romania getting to do whatever they want. It's like <laughs> Don Mancini and his yeah. best friend. That's I, I feel like more than any of the like early horror movies by the, you know, the masters where they had no studio oversight. Like, I just I don't know that I've ever seen a movie where it's so obvious the creator just did whatever oh, yeah. he wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, because it's also it's such a it's such a specific fan base at the same time that also is is consistently there for each one of these sequels. So it's like, well, the fan base is proven; you can do whatever you want, which is kind of amazing that he has that. Um, and honestly, like yeah. when you look at, yeah. I, I really feel like this this series is so solid. Um, I mean, Seed of Chucky's really silly and like not a horror movie by any means but just as a comedy it works so well um and even like part Mm -hmm. three you begin to get a little bit of those funny moments you get to see a little bit more of what leads to chucky um and it's not as as entertaining of a film but it's still 
fairly well done. Um, and it's just like when you compare mm-hmm. that to like, like Halloween starts <laughs> to fall apart at like four slash five, obviously. Nightmare, like we, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it kind of just, I, I mean, I like two and three and four, but I, none of them captured the potential of the first one. Um, and then Chucky no. is just like, it became not only uh, its own thing where they were, they were willing to do whatever they wanted in all the sequels and, and by the same creative team, but then um, that it became just more and more queer and unapologetically so with every single sequel um, to me elevates it into yes. that. Whereas like, I mean, Friday the 13th, we got a super queer one with part seven, but um, that that was mainly like the actors and not mm. the subject matter. But then in, in the Chucky movies, you get both worlds, which I, I'm just so grateful that there's like a, a series that is so um, long, has been around for so long and at the same time is so unapologetically queer and so present in the pop culture, which is also awesome. But yeah, Chucky is absolutely an, an yeah, and he sh- slasher icon right up right up and there with the majors that, and he should um, be did you see that like you ready know? player one movie that looked terrible good no <laughs> i'm sorry i even asked that question because <laughs> how dare I know, you this podcast is canceled. we're canceled we're canceled i'm so sorry i i'm gonna do my hail marys in my confessional right after this i promise my vintage confessional that i got off of pinterest but uh, that movie looks so bad, and I'm not going to even reference that movie, but I will say in the trailer, Chucky shows up in that one, too. Um, which is like, yeah, he is such a cultural icon that it's, I mean, yeah. he even showed up in a Steven Spielberg movie. And it's like, that's a, that, did you, rest of America, do you know you're looking at a doll who is a lesbian <laughs> now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> along with, Man, along with oh. her trans kid. We'll get that. Yeah, and her, we'll get her hot femme terrorist wife. <laughs> like bless this series it's amazing i mean it, it it's amazing that something so venerable and so classic would end up like you said so unapologetically just- gay and also has a real sort of growing changing i mean mythos sounds a little but it does heavy. it is but you know I, I but but more than the other series like halloween tried with that thorn business and everybody was like is this a joke because yeah, it just we do not work. like jokes here whereas you know it doesn't work and chucky i don't know if it it works for me i don't know if it works for people who aren't as enamored oh yeah as I and I, I mean there's always going to be people talking mad shit about the series and about how silly it is or how they don't like the direction it went but but i'm just going to say right now they're wrong <laughs> yeah they're garbage like <laughs> they're if garbage. you don't understand what makes this series great if you don't think it gets better after bride of chucky yeah. you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's you know for seven films like friday the 13th is just kind of yeah that's same they're consistently same-y. the same movie like, even they sent him to Hey, yeah, and it's still yeah, the even same even movie. even when they introduce, you know, they do like their Carrie sort of theme crossover and bring, introduce Tina, the telekinetic girl. Yeah, yeah it's still they the do same the Carrie movie. thing. <laughs> they put them in different locations, but it's just the same thing over and over. And even you know, Halloween's the same mm-hmm. way. Nightmare on Elm Street is the same way. You know, but I, this feels more like 
I don't know. Yeah, and it's it's literally it's, it's that thing where like each movie you're like, oh, I want to find out what happens next with these characters. We got to Curse of Chucky. Almost ten years later. So was like t- what did you think about Curse? Almost. Because then it, it it goes back into like you know Bride of Chucky was a 180. Seed of Chucky definitely followed that 180, but still kind of even went even further. Yeah. And then they took a totally different direction again. Yeah, with they took another turn. Curse back the other way and and made more of a serious kind of gothic yeah and it's actually spooky <laughs> and it's cute yeah yeah and it's it has still a got whole bunch of lesbian it. stuff which <laughs> oh my god let me tell you my heart when that happened when the lesbian oh. reveal happened i think <laughs> i might have stood up i don't know because <laughs> it was so shocking you don't expect that like i don't expect that in movies and it's still at this point in time it's still like it is no it unicorn. is and, and you know I mean? how 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 insane that it has to happen in a killer doll movie for us to get that representation <laughs> no also kidding. that actress that plays the uh she's like the the nika's sister or whatever that is yeah, who's who's oh, seeing Barb, the babysitter or whatever her name um, is? Yeah, she was also yeah. the the mother of the bride in black in Insidious Two, um, and I just love that actress oh. so much. I she is so good at playing um, one terrifying mothers of 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 James. W- well, I guess just terrifying <laughs> mothers in general, like, and also lesbians yeah. who I'm sad to see die. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they the curse it takes place all in one house out in the middle of nowhere and you learn you get more of Chucky's backstory yeah. through it as he's going after Nika the uh, It doesn't feel unnecessarily tacked on like it actually feel it kind of fleshes out some of the things you're wondering about given like okay so this is a universe where Chucky was doing stuff but also hanging out with Tiffany but also doing voodoo but I I like that they they like went back the other way and tried to make something scary. That was I was surprised. And then they they shook up the doll too, which was nice. Yes. Yeah, the doll looks a little different. Cuz in Seed of Chucky, they both had their like Hollywood makeovers where they were they were like gross again but really cute. Like yes. like Chucky was still all cut up from the fan blades, but like the adorable like Hollywood version of that. Yeah, <laughs> and then this one they made him like a scary, like just like the first one, like a creepy ass looking doll again. Yeah. Um. Until you get that reveal towards the end, where the movie takes another one. <laughs> like I said, I'm gonna have to tell people I was in a coma because this series just has kind of blown me away. I'm so happy that you. Get- and I wasn't. Ex- I just wasn't expecting it. I was like, well, I've seen the first one. I've seen them all. I am so. I just happy. imagined he was like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. as a doll. Yeah, and yeah. it just gets worse and worse as the same. It's just the same killer doll stalking a yeah. kid over and over again. <laughs> yeah, and I just thought, oh, that's so many movies, and there's so many other things to watch. No, you this know? is like this is like My Real Housewives, but like good. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I want to know what's going to happen next. Who's going to get in a fight with who? Oh, yeah. Where are the lesbians? I can't wait, I can't wait for the reunion special. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so Curse of Chucky ends with, with everybody's pretty much dead. Uh, Nika, the woman in the wheelchair, played by Fiona Doris. Who is fantastic. Brad's 
yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, she's blamed for all of the murders. And Chucky has transferred his soul into Nika's little, like, six-year-old niece. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Yep. <laughs> it is It is a rough, dark ending. Yeah. And it, I, I mean, honestly, kind of nice to see Chucky just be able to get shit done yeah. in terms of the soul transfer. Because for like the first three movies, it's like, Abu Dala, give me the power. And then he gets interrupted. And that happens like five times. Every well, just a quick fact check. It's actually Ade Due Dambala. Thank you very much. <laughs> Also, just like just like a little um, hat tip to feminism in film is like Chucky has been trying how many times to transfer his soul over into a doll and Tiffany gets it on the second try. Like, yeah. (laughs) So good job, Tiff. Um, Good job, Tiff. Yeah. And then and then ultimately, yeah, we get that twist where we find out that Tiffany has been mailing this doll. It actually is the seed of Chucky doll that she applied all this makeup onto to make. (laughs) Oh, my God. To make look like the original doll. And yeah. And then Chucky ends up in that little little girl's body. How does how does that translate over to Curse of Chucky, though? Because then they didn't really pick up from that end, did they? Oh, Cult of Chucky? Yeah. Or yeah, with Cult. They, she's dead. She like I think Tiffany killed her. Oh, right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Tiffany killed her because it wasn't working out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like I could just imagine Chucky and Tiffany having one of their regular arguments. Only it's Chucky is in a little girl's body, <laughs> and Tiffany just kills her. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. And then of course Chucky always comes back. So. Right. But now we have multiple Chuckies because we've seen that he's really, uh, you know, expanded his powers and he can just be in a bunch of places at once. So Cult of Chucky, what did you think about Cult of Chucky? I really liked it. I have to say. Like, I I enjoyed it. Maybe I was just so weak because the rest of the series had pummeled me into submission. I don't know. <laughs> At that point. But I was there for it. With your your clockwork it. orange eye, eye um, <laughs> forceps. <laughs> yeah. At that point, like the seventh movie in a series should never be as good as Cult of Chucky is. Um, yeah. It's got to be the only one. It's the Well, only. I guess people like the Friday the 13th. Yeah, okay, Friday 13th Part 7 is really good. But Cult of Chucky, in terms of... If Friday 13th Part 7, the only thing different it had going for it was telekinesis. I mean, yeah, this movie has, like, some Suspiria vibes, some, like, what's happening, mental hospital delirium dream sequence vibes. Like, it's kind of David Lynchy, but then there's all like the multiple dolls they take the mythology in a whole new area it's okay so if you haven't seen it it takes it picks up you know three years five years something after eight years yeah a bit of time. 100 years yeah. <laughs> it takes place 100 years after... in the future <laughs> yeah uh after the previous one nika is now confined to a mental institution and she has been convinced that she did murder her whole family mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, but of course, Chucky has to finish the job. Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to, I guess, you know. He doesn't have to, but, you know. But he wants to. He has some credit on stamps.com still. <laughs> and and Tiffany has some new scrapbooking scissors that she wants to try out. So Tiffany mails the doll to the mental institution and, uh... It goes from there. All hell the mental institution that's like the set from Cube or something. Like, what the hell was that? Oh, yeah. Hospital. Yeah. It, it was very, um like, Canadian. It was like X-Men. It was like that prison at the end of X-Men. <laughs> that Magneto was in the plastic. Yeah, everything's plastic. It's all um, deep Canadian futurism. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, Tiffany who at this point has evolved into being like she's it, it's so funny when they when they introduce her character like to nika and she's like has anyone told you you look like jennifer tilly yeah <laughs> so they because she is jennifer tilly she, now right yeah. like she's apparent she is apparently she's jennifer still tilly. acting as jennifer tilly but she also yeah. <laughs> is is shipping packages as tiffany <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like she is tiffany in jennifer tilly's body so i guess if we were to extrapolate we could assume that every film that jennifer tilly has made since seed of chucky is actually <gasps> tiffany doing the acting right wow that explains why she's been in like three movies since then wow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I s- well she's got that poker career she does now. have that poker career and i say that in reverence because she is my my f- favorite actress out of anyone ever um and also so her like all all red and that blonde like kim novak in vertigo look that she has going on yes so iconic yeah. um you can just tell like that's another reason why i like these movies is you can really tell how much Don Mancini loves Jennifer Tilly and Fiona Dourif. Yes. Um, like it, it, he, like his camera just worships them. Um, and, and he writes them really good parts too, which is also nice. <laughs> Even Jennifer Tilly has like such a small part, especially compared to Bride and Seed, um, in these other two movies, but she is just so, he just treats her as such a screen icon in the, in the film, which I love. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Fiona Dourif, I have to say, like... She's terrific. She is incredible. She was great in Curse of Chucky. Like, you really get the sense of, like, terror for her. Um, and the 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 sadness of everything that happens to her. Mm-hmm. But And then in this, you get that, too. But then she also is able to kind of bridge the comedy. Because this, this, I think, Cult uh, is the one where it, it really kind of just throws all of the everything that the series has presented so far in a blender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. And, yeah, and, and she's able to somehow navigate all of those different genres that exist within the series in her performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way down to, I mean, do we get to the ending of that movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. They also bring back, we should mention, they bring oh, yes. back Andy. Oh, I guess that is a thing that happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, it's kind of pointless. And here's here was my issue with that. They bring back Andy on some quest to kill Chucky or whatever, and he fails. Spoiler. Yeah. But when I saw it was in a, a mental hospital, I thought to myself, ooh, are they going to bring back Andy's mom? Oh, my God. Because I know. after the first film, she was committed, 
right? And that's why Andy went into the foster system. She was committed. And every update, it was like, my mom's in the hospital. She can't take care of herself. So I think it would have been great for that character, even if she, like, died or something. But if, say, I mean, you can play the what if game all day. But if, you know, Nika gets to the hospital and is like, you know, no one believes her, but Andy's mom would believe her. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the two of them could have, I don't know, it would have been cool. That to bring back Catherine Hicks. That would have yeah. been really cool. I loved, I love seeing Andy um, torturing Chucky in his like little shed. I, I, thought, that yeah. was, <laughs> I thought that was great. I, I love that whole sequence. But yeah, the, you can definitely tell that like the Andy storyline is still a buildup for um, where he wants to go with the rest of the series. Yes. Um, and then actually... I think Andy first shows up at the very end. It's not available in all the streaming versions, but at the very end of, um, I always get the titles confused. At the very end of Curse, af- there's an after credit sequence where a package gets mailed to Andy and it's the Chucky doll. Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah. And then did you see the post credit sequence for this one? For Curse? No. So the Cult? Oh, cult. No. Yes. Sorry. I didn't I didn't watch the whole credits. No. So at the end of Cult, the Chucky doll is still in the vice, like with his head in the vice with all the nails in it and everything. And yeah. um in walks Kyle from part 2. <laughs> what? Yeah, and she's like, "All right, Chucky." And she like grabs a knife <gasps> or something. It's amazing. <laughs> oh my god. And she's all she's all grown up, and she looks amazing. It's so oh my god! I didn't know. No one told me. Yeah, look it up on the YouTube's. It's I'm gonna watch it. I have I bought the box set. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we even got like one of the DVDs or something, and they weren't on there. And I was like, what the oh. hell? What the he- where is this version? Because I saw this version at one time where there's this this deleted. Is it a dream you had? You know what? It Let me tell was you. A dream. <laughs> I had this friend. Who do you remember that movie Darkness Falls, starring Emma Caulfield from Buffy? One of the, <laughs> yeah, one of the Tooth Fairy movies. Remember when there were like a couple of Tooth Fairy movies? There were too many one Tooth which, Fairy movies. Yeah, one of which was called The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. Anyway, Darkness Falls. I had this friend who swore to me up and down he would never, he would never say he. He told me that he saw a trailer for that film. And there was a scene where the nurse, they're in like a dark hallway and the nurse character gets attacked and she turns around and says, where's my teeth? And she didn't have any teeth. (laughs) And I was like, that's not true. There's no way (laughs) that that happened. Where's my teeth? Where's my teeth? And she didn't have any teeth in her mouth. And I was like, CBS. I was like, that is such a lie. And so he was like, no, I swear to God. And so I went to see that movie on fucking opening night because I just wanted to see this scene. And it wasn't there. It was not there. And he's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. They must have cut it out. You know, sometimes there's stuff in trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like got the DVD finally and watched the deleted scenes and it's not on there. So the point is, wow. I guess he was a liar. Wow. And it took you that much time to determine that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what it is? A dream is a wish that your heart makes. And I wanted that to be real. I you am know? 
putting that on my inspirational poster wall. <laughs> like, I knew he was lying, but I didn't want him to be. Yeah. Because that... I wanted that to happen, you know? And he was so insistent. Stacy, so your narrative journey here to, to, to find <laughs> this scene really does parallel the journey of Andy Barclay um, <sighs> to kill Chucky once and for all. <laughs> I, I think so. That's, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just That's like, why I told that story is because I thought the parallels were obvious. It's like what George Lucas says. It rhymes. The narrative yeah. rhymes. <laughs> so my point was, you're not making it up, right? No. Like I'm, that. I can tell you I'm not making it up. Christina Lee absolutely shows up at the end. but Don't I, tease me about Emily Valentine. I know. I can't. I, I would never do that. All Isn't right. she perfect? Yeah, it's so you're, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna die when you see it. It's so good, um, and that just makes me wish that they that the whole movie had even more of Andy and Kyle and all of them. Um, yeah, I want the next one to just be everybody like a battle royale. Oh, that's absolutely. I think you know the plan. Well, where where are we at with talking about curse? <laughs> well, we should talk about the end of cult. Cult yeah. is the last. Cult, thank you. I can never remember the name of these no, damn movies. They're my, they're my favorite movies, and I cannot remember the names. If you well, could just, a little close. They're if little you could close. just edit in um a, a Stephen Hawking yeah. voice that just says <laughs> cult every time I get the name wrong, I'd appreciate that. I did run it by his estate, and they're okay with it. So okay, <laughs> I could do that. Okay. Absolutely, I should. You know, I might just replace both of us for this entire thing with, with like with a text to speech. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, what do you think about? I gay? love Whitechapel <laughs> Burger. <laughs> L O L L M A O So Cult of Chucky is Cult of Chucky. There's a shit ton of Chucky's running around because it... Chucky can be a bunch of dolls at once. And it is adorable. They're all like it's great. They all kind of have their own personalities. Yes. But like you could tell Brad Dourif was just like having a field day getting to play so many oh. variations on Chucky where there's like this. It was really great when they were like dividing up the tasks. Yeah. And there's like the dumb one and like the young, like the, the stupid young one and like the funny, aggressive older brother kind of like there's so many different Chucky's. Yeah. The one it with his really haircut. Great. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. They never explained the haircut. Chucky with a haircut. I almost feel like it's a reference to the third movie when the guy is going to cut Chucky's hair. Oh, oh maybe. Um, I, I thought that wow, when I was rewatching the third cut. one. Yeah. I feel like Don Mancini is is very aware of, of all, the, yeah, well, all the everything. Um, he should be. And then, yeah, there's Chucky's running around. Andy gets involved and Andy gets locked up and trapped in the sanitarium. Um, and then Chucky, what? He just full on transfers his soul into Nika. Yeah, he just does it, which is surprising because she's like the heroine, basically, you're supposed to be. And here's the thing is like, I should feel sad for her because I don't. I don't. <laughs> Fiona Dur and this is no read on Fiona Duraf is like she is great as Nika. I feel for her character all the way through both of her films. 
And by all means, I should feel bad for her, but it's almost sort of empowering that she gets possessed by a killer. (laughs) She gets up and starts walking. Yeah. And then immediately smashes in the head of the doctor who has ruined her life and who is uh, uh, sexually assaulting her too. Oh, God. And it's kind of, there's sort of a weird empowerment thing going on with Chucky possessing Nika. Um, Yeah. I am not one of those people who like roots for the killers in horror movies do you know what i mean yeah like i I think especially with slashers a lot of people end up rooting for the killer because they're generally more interesting than most of the characters yeah right i am that's not me but yeah when chucky took over i was totally fine with it especially since she then walked out of the hospital yeah and and made out with tiffany yeah because she walks out (laughs) Tiffany is there with her convertible ready and waiting and there is another Tiffany doll in the back seat and just like the ending of Bound they're in a car and they drive away together yeah it's the Bound sequel we've been waiting for all these years literally it's just so funny that they had that little Bound line in Sea to Chucky and then this movie which is no longer a comedy like, yeah, ends yeah. with a full-on bound homage, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I, and I'm just ready for the next movie. And I uh, will say, you know what? Props, just for I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise in this series, but I love that Charles Lee Ray, the uh, serial killer who would go on to become Chucky, is totally cool in being in whatever body. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the third one, he was trying to get into the, he wanted to swap souls with the little black boy. Yeah. A young girl, a woman, he doesn't care. Red, like, Redman. <laughs> Redman. <laughs> like there's no, he, he just doesn't care. I think that's really cool. Yeah, Chucky, uh, for being a horrible, for being a murderer, horrible serial killer, he's profoundly open minded. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah and and it is it is glorious seeing chucky as a a full-grown lesbian i gotta say mad <laughs> props to fiona Dorif um for yeah. doing not only playing such a complex character but also being able to like flawlessly imitate her father as chucky yes it's amazing yeah yeah, she's really terrific, oh, and I'm really that? excited to see where it goes from here. Yes. Um, from cult. It's cult is the last one. Are you, Oh, is that the name of the last <laughs> film in the Chucky series? <laughs> I'm giving you positive reinforcement. In cult. Yeah, from cult, we lead into anything is possible because now there is an army of Chucky dolls. There are Ugh. there are also Tiffany dolls and Chucky and Tiffany are lesbians driving Ugh. around the country. Like God, Alabama. it's it's like Don Mancini read my dream diary he, and was like, I'm going to make this movie just for you. Yeah, it's it's exactly that thing where you're like, this should not be a movie I'm watching. Like, this should not exist. And how am right. I lucky enough that I get to watch this thing that is made specifically for just me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm lucky to be alive at this time. Stacy, have you heard the news about where the, the series might be going? 
Uh, I heard the TV show. There might be a TV yes. show, and they're but they're also still going to do movies, supposedly. Yes. So yeah, Don Mancini still has a bunch of ideas for franchise sequels in the film series, um, and then he's pitching a TV series and trying to sell the TV series where everyone is confirmed to come back. Chucky, like Brad Dourif, oh. Tiffany, Fiona Dourif, um, Andy Barclay, Christina Lisa's Kyle, like they're all coming back. Oh my God. Maybe Catherine Hicks and Grace Zabriskie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that can happen. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited. But what I do have to say is with that exciting news, there is a threat on the horizon. There is. And I am so enraged. <laughs> <laughs> Let that rage fly free. Here's the thing. So they're remaking Child's Play, just the first one. They said it's going to be a different Chucky. It's going to be a technologically advanced doll, not possessed by a serial killer. They release the image of their Chucky doll, and what is it? The same fucking Chucky. Mm-hmm. With thicker eyebrows. With thicker eyebrows. Thank you for always paying attention to the eyebrows, Stacy. <laughs> I'm very eyebrow centric. You are Michelle Williams you know eyebrows. Why? I why? bet you know why. Because <laughs> why do I tell these embarrassing hair stories? I don't know. But because in <laughs> sixth grade, I shaved my eyebrows off. Wow, like Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I really wanted to be Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, we all no, did. No, I wanted to see. This is so stupid. You know what? I'm. I'm not trying to brag, but I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent person. And then I do a lot of things that really. Uh, you do a lot of things. I do a lot of things that run completely counter to that. Like wondering if a razor would work if I didn't use shaving cream. Wow. Oh, <laughs> like, On I'm your eyebrows? Like, well, I had already shaved like my armpits and my legs and so i was like well i'm not gonna wait to test this out i gotta test it out right now <laughs> and so i just <laughs> i just shaved off a little bit of one of them and then they were uneven so i tried to even it out and then it just was a disaster <laughs> it kept like i couldn't get them even until they were like two tiny little hitler mustaches <laughs> <laughs> over my eyes and then i was like i just have to shave them off i okay i hope to god <laughs> i mean it my saving grace was that i had some giant like plastic old lady gla glasses like i also had glasses at the time yes i was a looker oh my god please tell me that you also had your perm at this time <laughs> No, this was pre-perm, oh. but I did have I did have braces also. I, so uh, it was like I felt pretty good about myself. I'm not gonna lie. I just just imagining you as like at, with the perm and with no eyebrow, just like <laughs> like Whoopi Goldberg oh, is Annie. Like <laughs> oh my god, dare to dream. I was so excited. Dare to dream. Yeah, and so the glasses kind of kept them covered up, but. <laughs> because <laughs> i didn't tell anybody either and then years later i would i finally like came out about it and i was like yeah i shaved my eyebrows off and some friends were like i thought there was something different 
about your face, but I couldn't quite tell what it was. So they just looked at you in confusion. Yeah, they just stared at me a little too long, you know. <laughs> but uh, so don't, uh, my recommendation is don't shave off your eyebrows. It's wise. Yeah, don't do it. The Chucky doll, I don't feel like we'll have, uh, in this new movie, I don't feel like this Chucky doll will have that narrative journey, sadly. And I feel like that film could really benefit from it, because I don't think it's going to be funny. I don't think we're going to have lines like... It's not going to be funny at all. Bound is on cable in the new Child's Play. (laughs) No. For some reason... I think it's going to be a disaster. Well, I I don't think it'll be a Well... It's going to be a disaster. It'll be a disaster, definitely, in terms of the Child Play series. Yeah, Don Mancini is not involved. Brad Dourif is out of uh, allegiance to Don, is not doing the film. Aubrey Plaza is playing the Catherine Hicks role for some reason. Yeah, which just doesn't make sense to me. It's just, and also, I'm just like... And it's a killer robot doll. Yeah. Which, okay. It's gonna suck, and here's my piece, is this remake directly endangers the continued existence of the franchise we know and love. Mm-hmm. And that said, <laughs> I'm going to fight this <laughs> until my dying day or until that movie's dying day or its failure at the box office because Don Mancini, is, he is trying to sell that series and trying to pitch it and trying to get more franchise sequels made. Um, if if this movie is even successful, it, and it, it's the same look of Chucky, even if it's not the same character. Like, it's going to create brand confusion, and it's going to be that much more difficult for this, um, so far, like, 30-year-old property, queer-owned property. It's going to directly endanger that longevity. Um, yeah. And the ability for these stories to keep getting made. And to find out, you know, they, they referenced Glenn and Glinda in an original, like, cut of Cult. And that was taken out. But it's like, I still want to see what happens with Glenn or Glinda. I still want to see what happens with mm-hmm. with lesbian Chucky and Tiffany, as well as all their dolls. Like, I want to yeah. see what happens with Kyle and with Andy. I agree. And it's just, it's, it's gross because it's just greed. I mean, all remakes are, you know, moneymakers to some extent. But it's like, there's no reason for this except MGM wants to make some money. Yeah. And it and that's it. And it's like you honestly could do the exact same thing if you just start started putting these old like the Don Mancini's franchise sequels back into movie theaters. Like because people will yes. come out for them. These movies, the last three have survived just on direct to video, and they're doing great. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm wondering, has there ever been a, basically a reboot or a remake of a series while the series is still alive? No, 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 I mean, like, I don't think that's not a thing that you do. No, like, I mean, we all assumed Halloween was over when Rob Zombie remade it. And then the same with like Nightmare. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street is dead. But Friday the 13th, um, you know, they keep saying they're going to make new sequels to that. But that's that's failed so far. And with the lawsuit, it looks unlikely. Yeah, it'd be one thing if Child's Play 3 was the last film. Like even all the reboots of Friday the 13th and Halloween, there was a gap. Yeah. Where it was like, we haven't done anything since such and such a time. Okay, let's bring it back as a reboot. Yeah, and it wasn't but like, there wasn't one person steering the ship for all of those films either. Like yeah. and they were done, more or less. Whereas this yeah. is, it's a living franchise. It's ongoing. He's still telling the stories. Yeah. And it like I don't get it, it also like not just does it endanger Don Mancini and his like his property as a queer filmmaker, but it also endangers like 
all of that crew that he takes on all of these films and his actors. Yeah. Like this, this could be a research. The producer. Yeah. David Kirshner is not involved either. No. Like it's nobody from the original series. No. It's, it's, it's just bananas and unnecessary. That's, that's what I got to say. Bananas and unnecessary. It's a Sunday I don't want to eat. <laughs> so I am furious. I'm like working on like a thesis critique <laughs> all about all about how this is like settler colonialism, gentrification, and homophobia at its worst, but in the film industry. Um nice. Yeah, it's just like it's so it's it's just tone deaf and tired, and I'm I'm so enraged. After we had just said yeah. we were over like remakes bothered or <laughs> we had said remakes stopped yeah i'm us. not bothered by remakes but let me tell you why the halloween one is bothering me. this is bothering me and that's bothering and me how dare you fuck with my lesbian dolls <laughs> <laughs> i mean just lord can i just have that yeah hey the lords can we just have that <laughs> come on the lords <laughs> help a busy gal out Help a gal out. So I call on all the dark powers. I call on Deborah Hill. I call on. <laughs> I call on Mary Kelly. <laughs> I, I, every last one of you, sisters, um, Meg Foster, every last one of you, <laughs> heed our will and stop this horrible, horrible reboot from happening. In the name of Satan, XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> Maybe you should send a record to the MGM office. Oh my god, I will. But it's just it's just yeah. it's just me um uh trying to do the Lords of Salem theme myself with my <laughs> acapella. <laughs> trash. And then you have to give the concert. Yeah. <laughs> So this is going to end up costing you some money, and but it's worth it. D. Wallace is like, wait, what am I here for again? <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're remaking Chucky and it's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know, D. Now put on your cloak. Put on the cloak and say in the name of Satan. Thank you. <laughs> so that's my spell. That's my wish today. I think... I mean, that should be a wish for every day. Honestly, it, it Honestly. really should. It really should. But yeah, God bless Child's Play. God bless that incredible franchise. I'm so happy that you got to relive and witness all of it anew. That's, I, I'm... I'm kind of, in a way, I'm glad. Yeah. That I kind of binged it. And it was really interesting to watch the evolution of the series in such a short time span. Yeah. I didn't have to wait a decade to be like, what happened in the last one? Ah. Something gay. I don't know. <laughs> Which is me watching any <laughs> movies nowadays. Yeah. yeah. So it was really interesting to see them all in a short time span. And they're j I just had no idea. But now I do. Ye have seen so the So now light. I can spread that gospel. Hell yeah. You can spread that gospel? Yeah. And I will. I'm not going to shut up about it. Everyone's just going to hear all the time about how great child's play is that's what you have to do and that's why at queer horror we do a child's play film well a jennifer tilly child's play film so we started with bride of chucky last year <laughs> we actually technically we started with bound two years ago and then bride of chucky last year uh. we're doing seed of chucky this year every valentine's day we do a, a tiffany slash jennifer tilly um pre-show Nice. And that's this is my mission in life is just to spread the word of chucky and tiffany the gospel of chucky and tiffany if you will <laughs> and to fight this damn reboot and keep this franchise alive because 
you know what? In Portland here, most of our, our queer bars have closed. We're uh, There's strong mm-hmm. gentrification. And, you know, all I have left at this moment is a, a doll slasher series. Just give us that. Just let us have it. That's all we... It's not much to ask for. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh, Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, Oh oh my god! god. Oh my god! God. Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Darkness! Ha, 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 ha.